Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. So we determined on the show this morning, and I may bring it up again tomorrow because there's a whole a whole thing about it, uh, but I sh- you're, say- you're saying I should not get a vasectomy just, in- just for now. No. Just, just because you know you can, you can. Not that I really want to, but they can go back up in there with the plumbing and like. You want to do it twice? Patch it up. Well, it would be three times and probably. Again? Yeah. yeah. And no. Okay, never mind. I won't do it. It's the tangent with the Fred Show, giving you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air. Welcome to the tangent. Uh, I bring that up because uh, apparently that's a trendy thing for people to do, especially after Roe versus Wade. I mean, I'm not even being funny, right? Like, I guess, I guess, men are running out and getting vasectomies because it's like, you know, I don't have other choices, and and you know whether you don't know what's going to happen. There's a yeah. lot, of, a lot of different variables there, reasons why people might do it, but something else that people are doing that we can't really talk about on the radio very, at least very openly is because, and this is the actual story because of the popularity of ultra tight leggings, people are getting what's called labiaplasty, which is to shrink the labia minora, otherwise known as the flaps on the inside of the vagina. That's what the story says. Oh, the inside flaps. That's what they're saying. But uh, anyway, so they're paying to have their vaginas reworked so that they'll look better in leggings because leggings are trendy right now. I hear it's very painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, exercise clothing is a bit tighter and it's form-fitting, so it doesn't. It, it does put pressure on the area. Um, and I guess there's pain that comes from wearing the pants themselves even without the procedure. So some people are doing this for aesthetic. Some people are doing it because apparently chafing, pain in general... All that kind of stuff, if you wear that kind of clothing, that would happen just with the parts as they are. So some people are doing it not only for looks, but also because they can't wear those kind of pants. Mm. There's got to be a better way. Do you, wear, I, do you wear underwear when you wear leggings like so that? So a lot of leggings have like a little patch so that like you don't like extra cloth got so it. that you don't need to wear underwear. Okay. And a lot of people like they're meant to not wear underwear. I wear underwear and it sounds like if your vagina is hurting from a pair of pants, <laughs> either put some panties on or choose different pants. You right. don't need to get a whole ass surgery. Also, 
Every vagina is different. It's like a snowflake and it's beautiful. And I have never heard anyone be like, ooh, that girl's vagina. You know what I mean? It's like, right. own your vagina, man. Who cares? Guys don't mind. Girls don't mind. Yeah, I think we think of it a little too much. Like, I don't think a man cares. I don't they think definitely women, don't. like, we. I've never shamed a woman for her vagina. You know what I mean? That no. doesn't even come to mind because I know that we come in different shapes and sizes. Listen, own it, girl. I know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen like leggings that tight where you. See, oh yeah. Like obviously you see like the camel toe. You know oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've like, seen I've seen leggings so tight. I mean, you just just honestly uh, sit at a coffee shop or a restaurant. That's any, I'm serious. It's anywhere near Is that what a, you do? a yoga place. No. Where was I the other day? That's he what said, I was doing. Though. Outside table, please. No, I By was Barry's somewhere. Boot camp. I'm a regular. Yeah, no, there's a... Right. There's a yoga studio. You just... Yeah, right. Yeah, there's a Giordano's right next door. And I, I oh order the God. deep dish, even though I don't want it, because right. it takes an hour. Good morning, ladies. So as they walk by and, and I'm there before and after class, I'm like, still waiting on that deep dish, yeah. girl. It takes forever. You know what I mean? yoga studio, man. Call ahead, guys. Call ahead next time. Every day I'm waiting on this pizza. <laughs> Like no, a- but I mean, what I'm saying is. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? Okay, like Boss Bar, for example. Bo- yeah. You know I love Boss Bar. For whatever reason, that, uh, uh, not Clark Street, but Hubbard, is a thoroughfare for people who live in the area. And at like 5, 6 o'clock when I'm sitting there with my friends, there'll be women walking to workout classes or whatever. Yeah. So you see all shapes and sizes. Yeah. And I see sometimes, you'll see an outfit where I can see the whole thing. Like, there is nothing wow. left, like. The, all the curves, all the bumps. I mean, it's all, I know exactly yeah. what you're working with. Which I think is okay. I mean, we know what's under there. I know what you guys got under your pants. I know what I got under mine. Well, that's mm-hmm. a, yeah, men have a bulge, you know, or some men have a bulge. So Good I guess. Good old moose knuckle. Yeah. Good old. <laughs> and no one is complaining about that. Um, Yeah, but they're saying in this story that the issue is more than just dealing with camel toe. Some women simply refuse to swap beauty for pain and want to wear trendy tights despite the agony. According to one surgeon, it's all really interlinked, choosing a pair of leggings which causes discomfort and which in turn draws attention to the labia and the need for surgery. If you are getting surgery for fashion so you can wear something, you stupid. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just if you're self-conscious or, you know, if there's another issue, fine. But, like, don't do it just to wear leggings. Find a different pair. Wear thicker panties. I mean, figure it out, people. Well, it's a tale so old as time, uh, <laughs> as Paulina would say. I feel like for years and years, people have done things. They'll adapt their bodies to whatever's trendy at the time, not really thinking about the fact that at some point, it soon, it won't be trendy anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Well, like... The Kardashians, for example, I feel like they put BBLs on the map, even though they've been around. You know what I mean? And right. obviously, like black women and Hispanic women have always been curvy, like typically. Right. Um, and then they came into the limelight, and they they still deny it, but you can tell they got their bodies done. No shame right. to that. I got my body done, but yes, like now they're saying the new trend because of them again is that you know being skinny, being thin, right? Like kind of like the '90s, right? Supermodel thin. Like, they're bringing that back now, so now everybody's making these jokes like, well, I gotta return, you know, that ass fat, because they're saying, like, now <laughs> it's it's sexier to be thinner or to, like, look a certain way. So I think it's interesting. Or big boobies, right? Like, when people had, I said boobies. Boobies? <laughs> you sound like a, like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> like I just saw boobies for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I love I big boobies. Boobies for the first time. <laughs> but like they say like, okay, you know, uh, having these big breasts was like so cool and in and now it's like, no, like now little titties are in. So which one is it? 
I know. I th- that's why I think you got to just rock what God gave you. If you want to, you know, get a couple enhancements, that's totally fine. But don't change your beauty standard based on the trends. Facts. You I know? will tell you this. I was watching. There's a guy I follow on TikTok who does like. There's a few guys I follow who do like men's fashion, yeah. and it's interesting. I get some ideas, but um, but I'm noticing now that like bigger pants, like like wider oh, yeah. wider leg pants, are coming back again. I can't and do I it. I don't. I think it looks sloppy. The men are doing like a little bit of a bell. It's like baggy, but it's a little bit of a bell bottom. Like it goes yeah, wider at the ankles. It flares out at the bottom. Yeah, like they're I, wearing flares. I can't do it. <laughs> like you as much as it chafes it. my balls and the whole thing, uh, you know, wearing those tight, tight jeans, I think it looks, it slims you. I, I think that those that look makes you look fat even if you're not fat. Right. You well, know, you and I'm looking for every benefit I can get to look slimmer. Remember when Gen Z was shaming us millennials for wearing skinny jeans because that was lame. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, like, it's like when uh, Bieber out there. Bieber wearing stuff I wore in like the '90s, bro. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not bringing back Jinko jeans, homie. Yeah. Like that's too <laughs> big. Well, there is such a thing I know as too skinny, but now when I see somebody who has even like bootcut jeans or straight leg, I, the, to me they look too big. Oh, interesting. To me, they look too big. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I guess I like the fact I like clothing that's slimming. Yeah. I, I, I and I, and, but you would think the opposite would be true. That I would, I would favor clothing that would hide anything, you know, bigger, baggier stuff. But I, I like another look that's been back, but it's back is like the t-shirt with the button down over it. That was a that was a high school staple mm-hmm. to wear a t-shirt. Yep, and then a button down that was open. Open. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was a high school staple. Right. Yeah. But then that went away. That wasn't cool to do anymore. And now it's cool to do again. Yeah. I hope the suit men's suits don't become bigger again because they are, I love though. the. Dude. I know they are, we but saw I love Bieber. the Bieber slim did the fit. same thing. That well, big ass suit. See, Bieber, I like a fitted suit. I love. Like, like I'm not trying to be like short... Lori Lightfoot out here. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. The Michael Jordan effect. Yeah, right. I mean, listen. I don't know. I love a tight suit. I. Like and the, but the but the short shorts I like. There's some stuff I like. Yeah, man. like I'm on the hoochie daddy. The yeah, hoochie daddy short trend. You are. But I've never got back on the people like cargo shorts are back. Like bro, no, I don't need too 20, big, I don't too need, floppy. I don't need Twenty pockets. You'll homie. be in a pair of flares. I bet you any money. What? Save this audio. I bet you any Flare money. Jeans. Like not super bell bottom, but like the kind that's like a little baggy at top and go out. I'm telling Honestly, you. Honestly, since the pandemic started, I have not worn a pair of jeans. I have not worn jeans at all. No, but I think like I've a worn pair joggers of, or anything. A else. pair of sweats that's like a little baggy. No, right the, the flare out. No, I, I like a, I like a cuff jean because then I can Me pull too, it up. But, but I like bet a, you. I can pull up the you know the jogger. Cardigan cardigans are back. Yeah. Cardigans are back, and th- they were gone for a long time. A guy wearing a cardigan. cardigan? I don't. The guy. The, wouldn't. I think the preppy guys. The vests are back too. Like the, oh, yeah. the the one that Ryan Lee was wearing the other day. The, oh, sweater vests. Yes, yeah, sweater, sweater vests are very like, in, but you don't wear anything under that. Right, right. Like I didn't know '90s boy band. I, I love the turtleneck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love men in a turtle. I like. I'm all for the men's fashion, staying tight and short yeah. and slutty. Yeah. So I, I can I look. I can't do this baggy. I don't know. I bet you're gonna do me. Like mm. I, I like a baggier top because you know I'm not in the top physical shape over here. You know, but like baggy pants, like. Where I got I think for a radio guy you look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly. <laughs> oh damn. No, I mean, uh, you know, he's talking about not top physical shape. I'm like, if you'd gone to this radio convention, you would have been a supermodel. <laughs> that thing. Shade, honey. No, I'm not I'm not. It, the, the radio convention is just a funny yeah. place. You and you you got to admit, Kaylin, it's a funny place. I love it. 
It, you do? Yeah, I think it's actually really cool. Oh, sorry to take over that. Really no, quick. no, but no. It's a, it smelled like shit in that room. Oh, like onions. Oh, it did smell God. bad. When I walked oh. in there, I was like, who like needs a gas deodorant leak or and something. who's farting? There, it smelled it like was mil- It smelled like when you leave your clothes in the washer for too long and then you wear them. It smelled like that plus somebody was tooting Ew. and pooting. And I walked in there and it like slapped <laughs> tooting me in and the face. Tooting and pooting. Tooting and pooting. And I walked in there and slapped me in the face. I was like, y'all smell like shit. And for perspective, they do this... Um, <clears throat> They do this. Uh, it's a, they call it morning show boot camp, mm-hmm. and every year it's typically in Chicago, and it's two days. Of, like a com- it's a conference for morning personalities, and I think it's cool. I mean, people come together, and you don't see very often, and you can share ideas, and but it can yeah. it can also be. Because a lot of guys who do our job think they're tough shit. And maybe in, and I'm, I'm making this up, like I'm, this is not, I'm not being specific, but maybe in Kansas City or Omaha or whatever, you might be tough shit. Right. But then the guys who are like big market, like we are, a lot of them walk around with their chin up because they think they're better than everybody else. But the truth is there are guys who have been in, you know, God knows where for 30 years making more money than some of the guys that are in mm-hmm. the majors because, you know, I don't I'm Let me tell you something. If you can last 30 years or 20 years in any city, any city, right. I don't care if it's mm-hmm. Waxahachie or whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. I respect you. Yeah. Like, that's not easy to do. So, at the, I don't know. But, but it can be, and it's a lot of really empty conversation, which I don't like. A lot yeah, of hey, how's it going? Oh, 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 you know, it's like I don't. The I just, bar gets weird. The I'm bar bad with small weird. talk. Then weird. these guys start drinking, and then they yeah. start gossiping, and I feel like everyone is jockeying for a job. And it's and I and again, I I I will admit I come from such a privileged place because I work for a great company. I have a job. I have my dream job. Yeah, it makes you see like you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't mean to sound like an asshole because I don't think I'm better than one person there. But I also it just doesn't. It's not my cup of tea. Right. Making small talk with people is not my cup of tea. You know, and so the people I, that I really want to see, we, we go away from the hotel mm-hmm. and get together. But I also know that I come from a place where I have the job that most people there would want. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So maybe yeah. I'm the prick. Well, I don't know. When people spot you there, they get very excited. They do. And you know that's true. They're asking for you. You can't say it, but you know it. Well, and there are a lot of people there that I like. And if there's a younger generation that somehow listened to our show that, that someday want this gig, you know, when we're done, when we've said fuck off. <laughs> In 20 years 20, or more. Yeah, mass. Yeah. Uh, then I'm happy to, you know. Pass 20, 20 is good. And you know what? I will mass. say, I don't think I'm anywhere near the best <laughs> at this. Nowhere near. But in 20 years, I've seen a lot of shit. I made, more importantly, I've made a lot of mistakes. And so I do have that to offer, you know, people who are up and coming. Not, I wouldn't emulate really anything I'm doing. I love that you're so transparent and you're very, very approachable too. And I think that's the difference. And one more thing I want to add really quick is, I'm personally offended, and I don't know if this sounds like I, I don't know if my place to say, but I'm personally offended that they don't have you up on a panel. I know you did one before previously, but there was a couple panels this weekend that I thought Fred or even like people on the show would have been really good um, to hear from. My yeah, I've done them in opinion. the past you and have. stuff. But you know what's interesting, and I don't, I'm not trying to start any, anything because this is actually something I need to do differently. But I, I don't pay to attend. I don't go to the, I don't go to the conference. Right. Right. And the reason I don't go to the conference is because it's in our city where right. we live. Across the and, street. <laughs> and so I'm not taking days off when I'm in town right. and not doing my show and mm-hmm. not working to go to a radio conference. Like, I need to be working. And I had a, I have events. Like, I had a big military event for USO. Like, I honestly am, you know, if, if the thing is in Vegas or Nashville or something, I might consider taking the time off and going. But ultimately, like, 
I need to be here working. Right. So I don't go. And I have been asked to be on panels, and they advertise those panels. So then I don't pay to go be on a panel. Mm-hmm. But the guy who puts it on snubbed me hard the other day. And I think it's because he's pissed that I don't pay to go. But I also don't go. You know what I mean? Like, I went to an award presentation. Mm-hmm. You popped in yeah. for a second. It's, and, and by the way, a lot of people show up and i would think you'd want i would think you'd want people there regardless right now if i go to two days Mm -hmm. from you know 9 a.m to 5 p.m and i don't pay that's fucked up you're sitting there with your notebook yeah (laughs) but a buddy of mine did say he's like dude it's 200 bucks like what would it what would it hurt you just just to even if you don't show up like throw the dude like it it's a good thing he's doing Mm -hmm. you know he's trying to promote community like what would would it really hurt you to spend the money and it's like no no it wouldn't our coworker Kyle pays to go every year. No, I wouldn't. It's, it's more the principal, you know, and I the know. guy. The That's guys. I, I understand what he's trying to do. My problem with the whole thing is that, like, <laughs> I've never been. Well, you but, say that all the time. We get it. But no, like, <laughs> is it because you're not invited? You know, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care for it. Like, I. I really don't. Like, I'm not a radio like nerd. Oh, okay, that you knows, can learn though. But like, uh, yeah, sure. Some of these things might be informative, but like, I feel like I would insult somebody if like. I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. You don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit about that. Right. Like, I I feel like I'll be like, oh, that's so, I mean, like, like, you know, if they introduce themselves, like, if I, you know, I don't, I wouldn't know who they were unless, you know, I know who they are. But, like, I'm not a radio (laughs) person like that. I hear you. That knows people from Podunk, Iowa or whatever. It's good to show your face, I think. That's what it is, exactly. I think this is good for you to go to because you always say that very loud. You say, oh, I, you know, I'm not a radio guy. I don't know people in the industry, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, you do know people, but like, I guess outside of Chicago. I know people here from Chicago. So this is a way to to meet them. Well, people don't go, guess who I am and what city I work in. I would would (laughs) fail at that miserably. But but like Fred's been It has happened to me before where people I've met once are like I he must think he's better than me because he can't remember who I am yeah. I'm like no I just met you yeah. once but like, that's not a reason not to go no. I mean it's there's a lot you can get out well, of it well but here I, I can be honest with myself to say that there are a lot of there are a lot of great people there there are a lot of well-intentioned people that go to this thing. There are a lot of really talented and successful people who go to this thing. There are a lot of people trying to be... Like, I loved watching Thea and Angela Yee. Like, I thought that was awesome. Amazing. That was a great panel. Yeah, Mojo, and, as panel. you know, a Enrique, close friend and Enrique mentor. Santos. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Chicago's very own. Yeah, he was up there. <laughs> he was. And I actually he, thought yeah. his boss told a really sweet story about his connection with radio. Oh, Howie. my God. Do you know I cried? Remember last week I was crying a lot? Yeah. You know I cried for that story? I was. In fact, I, I need to reach out to him because I. that's a very sweet story. He, but the, so, uh, in Enrique Santos is a he's a very well known Hispanic personality uh, around the country, and he also does an English version of his show on the weekend here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His his program director and he and his program director were on a panel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, PJ. PJ. And they were talking about um, you know the, the connection to radio, and PJ told a story about how he was afraid of the dark, oh, and yeah. he you're gonna get me again. So he would like go in his sister's rooms. And sleep with them because he was afraid of the dark. And finally, his dad was like, you have to sleep in your own room. So the way he would comfort himself is to listen to the radio in bed because he felt like that that feeling of companionship that a lot of us feel. Right. You know, I mean, to be really honest, that's the only thing we've really got left that makes this our medium. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like there, there's a lot of people who copy what we do. We copy what they do. I mean, you can get the music anywhere. We got it. But the combination, I hope, of us as a family and our love for one another and our love for the audience in the city, that can't be duplicated, really. And so that's the, the big reminder, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. I Like, I got a lot of messages during the pandemic, you know, like when everything was changing for people, it's like 
okay, but they still have their morning routine of like wake up, get my coffee, and then listen to you know the show that they want to listen to, which hopefully is ours. But I I, I think that's the part that makes it special. Other but than it's that. it's our chairman who said who at least he made it. I'm sure other people have thought it or known it, but he's the guy who I think has been the most public about how this is the this is the relationship companionship business. And it wasn't really until I bought that and realized it's not about me. It's not about being the funniest. It's not about being the loudest and the more, most sensational. Mm-hmm. It's simply about being consistent and honest mm-hmm. and transparent. It wasn't until I really figured that out that I started to really succeed because I didn't know that early in my career. I was just trying to make noise. Yeah. You know, I was just, I was trying to be Howard Stern in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, I was just trying to be sensational and be memorable, but not for the right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Like when uh, people message me like stupid shit, like, well, I mean, I feel like I didn't know that people would connect, but people will message me and go, oh my God, did you get your sink fixed? You know, like just little things. And I'm like, oh, you like genuinely care mm. if I got my sink fixed. Like that's no, so nice. No, it's, and it's, I love our listeners. I know. And, and, yeah, it just you know, I, I I try and communicate as often as I can, but the the gratefulness I have for the fact that people, you know, care enough to to be loyal, right? Um, it really does mean a lot to me, and I know to all of us. But um, anyway, I thought that was a sweet story. But I just it I don't thrive sweet. in those sort of competitive and fake environments. And again, I'm not saying every most of the people there are not fake. But it's just, I don't know. And it's my own self-consciousness. It's my own insecurity. It's my own sort of introversion. It, this is not a reflection on anybody else. It's me. I just don't like walking through the lobby and feeling like people feel any kind of way other than that guy works hard and that guy cares. And because I know that sometimes there are people who probably think other things because I've been that guy, you know, who's like, why the fuck am I not him? You know what I mean? Like, why didn't, but, the, but now I am him. Yeah. Don't pay them no mind. Right. But you know, I mean, I'm just saying like early in my career, I would watch other people. I was actually talking to somebody about this because he was talking about how many times he gotten blown out. And then finally now he's got a, a job and he's syndicated and he's doing great. And he's like, everything happens for a reason. And I was like, do you know how many jobs, dude, I, I applied for and thought were absolutely the, the, the one for me, including B96 15 years ago. And I was told to fuck off. Like the, I wouldn't even get a call back. And now we kick the living shit out of those guys, and it, <laughs> nothing makes me happier. But if maybe if I had taken, maybe if I had gotten that, if right. I okay, if I had gotten that job, mm-hmm. this is before Jay and Julian, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing this probably. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know all of you, and we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. Oh, but we'd, it, we'd be kicking your ass, Fred. Well, <laughs> would, would would we? I, I don't know how you know would that. Would we have a, a show a, without? Right, I wouldn't be here. Wait, I'd be in sales. Way to take a sweet statement about you and fuck it up. But, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. No, I just I just mean like I'd be in sales upstairs. I mean, there there's jobs I wanted on radio stations that don't exist anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't know. And at the time, you're like, how did I get passed over for that? And then now I look back and go, how lucky I was to get passed over for mm-hmm. that. Yes. How lucky I was to have, you know, gone the places I went and met the people I did and encountered. I mean, I was out with uh, one guy last week, a boss of mine who's become a really close friend. And for a long time, he didn't really care for me. And he probably should have fired me a couple of times. And instead he fired my boss because he figured out my boss was a prick. And then I rose from that opportunity because he believed in me. And then look, now I'm in Chicago and I have him to thank for that. But why didn't he fire me twice? I don't know. I have no idea why he didn't do that. Another guy would have. So I don't know. It just, it's just a lot of gratefulness, but I also, I don't know. I just, sometimes I just can't do the, 
surface stuff. I just don't have the energy. I, I hear that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the like the little fake, like little whatever, the little chatty Cathy's. But one thing that I will say, kind of going off of what you were saying about gratefulness, did you hear what Mojo said in his speech when he received his award? Which said, part? Yeah, My favorite part. I wanted to tweet it, but I forgot verbatim what he said. But basically he said... Um, I never received the opportunity to, to do radio in Chicago. He's from Chicago, Mojo. And he said, you know, I never got the opportunity. So if you do radio in Chicago, like, you're so fucking lucky. Yeah, like, he did. You're so I, I fucking did hear that. Blessed. And I was like, woo! Like, Angie and Kyle, everybody, AC, everybody was just cheering. And I'm like, that made me feel like as somebody who, like, didn't necessarily do the traditional radio path. Same. To be in a chair like this, that I know, like, 20 of those people at that conference, you know, would... would instantly like break my arm for like literally would wrestle me for this chair they would get a labiaplasty for it they, they would do <laughs> anything and everything for this chair yeah because we, sometimes like pauline and i have the same path like we're from here and we you know we stuck it out here and now we're you know on the morning show but like a lot of people look down on that like you didn't you didn't go to you didn't True. travel you didn't go here you didn't go there yeah but like at the same time like our path was even longer because we stayed here. You know what I'm saying? We we got passed up so many times to 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 do whatever, and now our uh, you know now we finally have the opportunity to do what we do. So yeah. Listen, comparison is the thief of joy. Everyone is on their like own that. path. That is facts. The only part of that. Ahead. The only part of that speech or that statement that he made that <laughs> upset me was that, and he didn't know I was there. Um, but you didn't was get a shout out. I as a, as a, the guy who's basically talks he talks to my mom as much as I do and I sleep in his house and uh, flirt with his wife and eat his food and drink his drink I think the drink least he could the least he could have done is just said specifically like my brother Fred you know he <laughs> I thought he was gonna mention you oh well he didn't really he didn't see me there um I didn't even see you there but he he had no problem calling out other people so I figured he would yeah. he would give me my flowers my flowers but he gets here's the interesting yes, part about this that is what you told he me gets yes. to pick yeah. As the recipient of this Kid Craddock Award, mm-hmm. uh, which is a radio personality in Dallas who is uh, kind of the one, one of the reasons why this convention exists and he passed away, but he gets to pick the next winner. But what's <laughs> funny is the guy who runs the conference apparently also kind of gets a vote. So I'll be very interested to see uh, if, in fact, Mojo thinks I should win it, it which I'm going to give him a ton of shit if I don't. But um <laughs> Actually, I don't. I actually don't want it for that reason because I think it's kind of too obvious that he would give it to me because we're friends. I think he almost feels obligated to do it. But um, I would be curious to see if he gets talked out of out of my lifetime achievement award because I don't pay for the conference. Wouldn't that be something? No, That'd be hilarious. I don't know. It'd be funny too if he gave it to his son. <laughs> if he gave it to Cougs. <laughs> and it's funny because I think that would be sweet, but you can't give a lifetime right. achievement award to a twenty-six-year-old like. Someone who just got right. on yesterday. So really I don't know. It'd probably be better if he gave it to somebody else, and then, and then somebody else someday maybe gives it to me. But if 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 ever, but I on your end, I think it would mean more coming from someone else, just because it would know feel how, like yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you. I mean, he obviously you know how he feels about you, and he thinks you're amazing. Yeah. But it would be. But he also could give it to a gazillion people, and I hope he kind of does. But anyway, <clears throat> nonetheless, that particular award. <laughs> would be cool simply because my first radio job was against Kid Craddock and he single-handedly kicked the living shit out of our entire radio station. <laughs> now, you know what I took from that speech? Kid Craddock had, like, courtside seats and stuff. Wh- where are your courtside seats? Yeah, it's a very good question. Because I would like to go to a Bulls game. Uh, I would, too. Courtside? On the court. Yeah. yeah. Where is that? Yeah. yeah, they're all with the other radio station. Cause That's a good oh. question. <laughs> I, yeah. was the only, I, I was sitting by James and I was like, where the hell are our courtside seats? Yeah, that's yeah. a good question. I want Fred to take me to the game. 
Yeah. Because you're a ra- you are Chicago. I am Chicago. Chicago. It's true. I don't know. Uh, that's a very good question. I, I'll I'm, work on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, granted, when Kid was alive, it was the Mavericks, and they weren't. Well, I guess part of the time he was alive, they were good. But part of the time, you could buy a ticket for a dollar <laughs> and sit, sit that wherever was you cool want. Cool to hear, though. Didn't they like build something or put something for him? Like I don't know, something at a basketball game. I don't know why he that was, was like an my institution. biggest takeaway. <laughs> the guy was an absolute institution. I mean, yeah. he'd also been there for thirty, like probably twenty-five, thirty years. Uh, and he did this thing called, I think they still do it. It's called Kids Kids. Uh-huh. He was one of the first to do it where he oh. would take, uh, I want to say it's, I can't, I, I don't want to misquote this. It's either like kids who are sick or kids who are disabled or both um, to Disney World. Oh, wow. And pay wow. for the whole thing. Like and, a Make-A-Wish type thing. Yeah, that's and cool. And other shows have, have copied him and in, in, in the best way. Um, but he. That's cool. It's a very cool thing. That, that he, is. And it, and it, I think it started small and got very very big to the point where Southwest was you know giving him airplanes to wow. fly everybody and Aww. and the whole thing. It's a very sweet thing. Plus, and, like uh, I mean, you know, you're you know very inspirational when I, he passed away, but the show is still called mm-hmm. and, the, and the it's still Reddit number show. one, that's, right? Uh-huh. That's awesome. So there's a lot to say for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. his legacy, mm-hmm. the people he chose to work there, yeah. um, cool. you know what he built. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to take credit away from them because they had to carry it now. But, yeah, I mean, it still has his, you know, thumbprint on it. And, yeah. I, and uh, yeah, so he had his demons, I think, but also. Don't we all? I mean, yeah, 10 years later, they're still thriving and it's still called. And at first when they did that, I was like, that's weird. That's weird. Like, they need to change the name. Like, he passed away. We got it. But, but now I think there's maybe maybe comfort in that. Yeah. I also remember I got a call about that job. And there was n- absolutely no way. I mean, I was one of a lot of people they were looking at, but there was no fucking way. Like, follow there, those footsteps. There are a few right. names I would never, ever, 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 ever follow. Mm-hmm. Tom Skilling, <laughs> Kid Craddock, Elvis Duran. Uh, mm. Nope. Somebody else can do that. <laughs> and, and the next guy can be the hero because uh, there is no way. Um, but it worked out. It worked out without all that. So, all right. Uh, there's the tangent. Thanks for listening. Uh, there's a hundred and some odd other episodes up there if you haven't listened from the beginning. And apparently, it's like a time capsule because you know we talk about whatever's happening like at the time. Right. It would be interesting. Someone asked, encouraged me to do this, but it would be interesting to go back early in the pandemic to hear what kind of bullshit we were talking about. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, I'm I don't sure it'll be it. over soon. <laughs> right. <laughs> this ain't shit. They <laughs> said springtime. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. PTSD. Two weeks, guys. Yeah. Right. I lived it, and I made it through, and I'm all set. <laughs> I'm not going back. No. I'll be in me. Egypt in no time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And Rufio and Angie go, pussy. Yeah. Yeah. You're away, you little bitch. Even our boss is like, you're such a bitch. <laughs> if I'd been there, I would never. I still wouldn't You'd be, be home. Egyptian now. You'd be an Egyptian I would. You'd be a citizen. I'd be on an Egypt's number one hit music station. Oh my god! You'd be riding camels and shit. <laughs> You'd have to send me my award. Egypt, Fred. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have a, we'd have another Rufio, another Caleb, another Polly. <laughs> Cairo's hit music station. <laughs> At the top of the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> From the top of the pyramid. Yes. <laughs> All right. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.